You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. everyone and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by Michael Wang, who is the CEO and founder of Prometheus Alternative Investments. Michael, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Laurel, for having me. I have so many questions. First of all, share with our audience what Prometheus is all about. Sure. What Prometheus does is it gives people access to an asset class that they probably hadn't had access to before, and that's the asset class of hedge funds, venture funds, private equity funds, et cetera. Uh, and there's also a social component to it. There's a social community where you can engage with and learn from the fund managers behind these funds. So let's talk about asset classes in general, because I think we have a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs and investors that listen into the podcast from all around the world. Um, and I, now that I've been raising my fund one, and thank you so much for your support in that, People are really not aware of what alternative investments are or what different asset classes are. Can you go into a little detail on that? Sure. So what an alternative asset is, is really anything that's not traditional. So what is traditional? It's stocks, bonds, and cash. So alternatives encompasses a wide variety of uh, you know, and potential investments, things like hedge funds, venture funds, private equity, but also things like artwork or investing in collectibles or comic mm -hmm. books or sneakers. Those are all in the umbrella of alternatives. And one, I would say one of the biggest characteristics and hallmarks of a good alternative is that it lacks correlation to the broader equities markets. And that is something that- Double click uh, into you, that, please. Like Because sure. again, I think people don't understand why one would matter and the other and, and why the non-correlative effect is so important. Sure. And it's particularly important in a year like this year where mm. most asset classes are down significantly. Yeah. So if you look at the stock market, depending on what type of uh, stocks you own, you're down anywhere between 20 and 70 percent uh, on the year. If you own bonds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and most people are in the same boat. If you look at bonds, uh, they're also down significantly as well. And if you're like most people, you have a wealth advisor that's put you into what's called a 60-40 portfolio. So mm -hmm. think of that as 60% stocks, 40% bonds. That portfolio is down, uh, you know, I haven't checked recently, but down somewhere between 20 and 30% year to date. Okay. And it's because they're highly correlated with each other, at least this year. Historically, they hadn't been, but this year, both stocks and bonds have been highly correlated with each other. But if you look at uh, some of the funds on Prometheus, for instance, in fact, I would say most of our funds on Prometheus are either flat or up, uh, and some of them are up significantly year to date. And how do they do that? Well, they're invested in alternatives. Um, mm -hmm. Some of these asset classes like hedge funds, they have the ability to bet against companies. So they actually win and make money when stocks actually go down. And so, uh, so you know, happy to stop right there to see if you want to double click on anything else, but that's generally the case. 
it's just fascinating. I think people are, are are so nervous about investing in alternative asset classes because it's just a lack of knowledge. But to your point, there can be huge upsides. And a lot of uh, the funds, as you mentioned, are seeing that even in this very, very challenging economic um, uh, narrative that we're seeing. But let's go back in time because I, I want the audience to understand the wealth of knowledge and the incredible history that you have in this financial world. So take us back in time to your first days uh, in financial services and how you got to build Prometheus. Sure. Uh, well, I, I won't go too far back then. I'll start <laughs> after I graduated from NYU, although uh, I sort of grew up in a family uh, of, of investors mm -hmm. and got introduced to investing at a very young age. But after I graduated from NYU, I did investment banking for a couple of years. I was uh, an M&A banker at, at Citigroup. And after Citi, I went into the hedge fund world um, and I joined a large hedge fund called SAC Capital. They call it Point72 now. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with hedge funds, particularly folks in LA, because LA, as you know, is very much a Hollywood and entertainment city. <laughs> Most people don't know what hedge fund is, but then I always say, well, there's a show on Showtime called Billions. Have you seen yeah. it? And they said, oh, I love that show. It's well, so that's actually based on who I used to work for and where I used to work at. And so uh, uh, a guy named Stevie Cohen, who um, is a phenomenal investor, a legendary hedge fund manager, and I worked for him for about five years and helped grow wow. one of the larger portfolios there. And then in 2012, I left SAC to join a guy named Jason Karp in launching a hedge fund called Turbion Capital. That was a long short equity fund. Upgrow that to about $2 billion before I left New York in 2015 to move to LA, where I am currently. And I came here to take over the oldest hedge fund still in existence. It's a fund called Cypress, which was uh, started in 1969. Not by me, obviously. Wasn't born yet at that <laughs> point in time, but, uh, but by my partner, Robert Day. Um, he's a very well-known guy in the asset management industry. In any case, I ran Cypress for about five years before I decided that I wanted to leave fund management to build this platform to essentially democratize access to hedge funds, venture funds, private equity funds, et cetera. And not just give people access, uh, but there's an, an incremental component to what I want to build. And, it, and that incre incremental component is really building a social community with lots and lots of content from these pros uh, so that um, the retail community out there can start to engage in, instead of going to places like Wall Street Bets or Stock Twits or Twitter mm -hmm. to get their investment insights from some random 19-year-old kid who has no idea what they're talking about, come to Prometheus so you can get educated and learn how to invest from some of the best investors in the world. So it's really access and education is what we're all about. I love it. So um, why is democratization in terms of access so critical to the future of venture or any asset class, I should say? Well, it's important from both a supply and demand perspective. So supply, what I mean by supply are managers like yourself um, and other venture managers, private equity managers, hedge fund managers. And, and then I'll talk, I'll talk to the demand side in a second. But on the supply side of things, currently, if you look at the alts universe, there's about 15,000 managers out there. You know, and the wow. problem is, is that the vast majority of these managers never get discovered. And they never get discovered because all the capital that comes into our industry today um, come from large institutions, right. pension funds, endowments, et cetera. They're are all highly incentivized to only invest in the IBMs of our world. 
right? Mm -hmm. So the Bridgewaters, the very, very large brand name um, funds that you may um, have heard of, they get all the capital. They get over 100% of the capital of the net uh, asset flows into our industry, actually, which leaves the other 14,000 funds fighting for the scraps, you know, but by opening up the TAM, the total addressable market, uh, to a much bigger audience than institutions, um, you know, uh, these are high net worth people, broader retail, um, RIAs, self-directed IRA platforms. So your retirement accounts, most people don't know, for instance, they can transfer into a self-directed IRA account uh, to invest tax-free um, in a venture fund or hedge fund. You know, most right. people don't know that. And there's literally 0% penetration in that universe. Um, you look at RIAs, only 3% of the RIAs, um, um, assets on average are actually invested in alternatives today. And this is versus, you know, anywhere between 40 and 50% for large institutions and large family offices. And do you believe that that is because of access, because of fear, because they want their returns to be, you know, as steady as possible, even though alts can be extremely profitable, as we know, what do you think that that missing piece is? Uh, it's really access. It, well, it's access and education. Um, mm -hmm. And going back to the to, uh, sort of there are two North Stars that we want to solve for. So access isn't just the ability for a, you know, uh, a, a person to have access to a hedge fund or venture fund. So there's regulatory issues around that. So if you don't, unfortunately, these laws, we're talking about literally the Securities Act of 1933 and 1940. I mean, FDR, by the way. Time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. FDR was present during that period of time. Right. And I think like the scotch tape was the biggest invention, you know, so, so the very, very <laughs> oh archaic, God. you know, Literally. yeah, very, very archaic laws that quite frankly haven't changed. Correct. And you need to be deemed what's called accredited to actually uh, legally invest in a hedge fund or venture fund, you know, so you have to have a certain net worth or you have to have a certain amount of income to do so, you know? So that's the first gate to getting access. But even once you get past that gate, let's say you're a successful lawyer or doctor, and you have, you make over $300,000 a year, um, or you have over a million dollars of, uh, of, of assets, and you can legally invest in alternate fund, the problem then becomes, well, holy cow. Where? The minimum, yeah. <laughs> to, the minimum to invest in some of these hedge funds or private equity funds is a million dollars, you know, $5 million, $10 million in some cases. So even if you could access it legally, you probably don't have the liquidity right. to be able to sink $5 million into a single investment, right? And so we're trying to address both those issues on the uh, access side of things. So uh, one, giving people access in a very easy, intuitive way. Two, lowering minimum substantially as well. Amazing. We're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoying the episode? I certainly hope so, but we have no way to know unless you tell us. After this episode, please leave us a review on your podcast app of choice and let us know what you love and what you want to hear next. This podcast is all about you and how else are we going to elevate your brand unless you talk to us? Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I am chatting with my friend, Michael Wang, who is the CEO and founder of Prometheus. Uh, before the break, you were talking about the access side, and you said you were going to talk about supply and demand. Um, you want to talk a little bit about more about the demand side, or do you feel like you've covered that? Uh, I have not covered uh, the demand. Well, you know what? There, there's a, probably uh, another point to make on uh, demand is, is why is it important for the broader right. public to access 
uh, alternate investments? Well, it's important because by not having access, you exacerbate that wealth gap. Correct. So yes. I, I talked about before that one of the hallmarks of a um, of an alternative, a good alternative investment, is that it's uncorrelated to the rest of your you know equities and, and bond portfolio. So that's one aspect. But the other aspect as well is is that you could potentially make a heck of a lot more money uh, in alternatives. So if you look at venture over the past 10 to 15 years or private equity over the last 10 to 15 years, it's massively outperformed the S&P 500 uh, and the broader equities indexes. Well, not, to again, be fair, not all, but- Not, not all. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. And to be clear, not all alternate investments are great investments. Right. Right. You, you need to do your diligence for us on our platform. We curate that marketplace. So right. we actually do the diligence for uh, the public. And they go through a regular uh, diligence process on both the front. Um, and oh, I know it. I'm going through it right now, Michael. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And we also diligence back office and all this other jazz. Sure. Uh, but in any case, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, but so the, the the average person then is missing out on these great investments that all the billionaires have had access to forever, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's also, um, it, it's just important that uh, we start to be able to allow everybody to get in on this game. Right. It's really about demystifying the process, uh, give, giving access, like you said. And then I think the other really important thing to talk about is what you just said about diligence. Like when you come to the Prometheus platform, you have done so much diligence on those who've been accepted that when you are on the investment side and the LP side, you can come in and feel really safe that you are talking to investment opportunities that have basically been pre-vetted, right? Both front office or back office and uh, and the teams and you know their approach to investing, um, which I think is a really, really important thing to point out because again to your point if you're just new in alts like you're not going to know who to trust or where to look that's exactly right it's 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 highly important to um um to really assess and diligence uh any investment quite frankly whether it's a traditional or an alternative investment um but alternatives again like you said before and as we've talked about is is uh it's been outside the purview of the average investor and thus they don't have much education or knowledge of uh, of these uh and so what we try to do on prometheus is we we have a heck of a lot of educational content that we produce in-house with our own media team so uh, we do um, you know, tutorials short in short form, you know, a minute, two minute long. What is an alternative? Why does an alternative make sense to your portfolio? What is venture capital, et cetera? A bunch of topics like that. But then we also have educational material that's coming from our, our, our users on our platform. So these fund managers like yourself uh, and other fund managers are, are, are putting out content out there uh, that uh, all of it really lies under this umbrella of, of uh, educational content. You know, whether you're talking about your views of the current macro or you're talking about things like why you should invest in a venture capital firm, uh, this is all education and it helps to, um, um, just helps to, you know, really transfer knowledge yeah. to, uh, to the rest of the public. I was just going to say knowledge is power and that's really what you're providing on the platform. Um, I would like to know what was your aha moment to realize, like we all know that there's a huge network effect, especially in this community, in this world. But at what moment did you decide, like, I'm going to build a, a platform, but it's going to have this social element to it because it's, it's, I think, what makes you 
they're unique. There's several other platforms doing, you know, some similar work, but I don't think there's anyone out there that's doing something that is so content and socially driven. Yeah, I think that's a, a that's a good point. That's a good that's a good question because the original uh, idea was to build a marketplace, right? Um, so think of it almost like Amazon, but instead of shopping for you know toilet paper and books, you're coming to shop for alternatives. Now, here's a problem with only having a marketplace for alternatives is the frequency in which a typical user would then come onto my marketplace would be maybe, I don't know, once every few months at best. Right. And it's for a very obvious reason. People just don't shop for hedge funds and venture <laughs> funds on a daily basis. You know, so that yeah. makes sense. So in order to encourage uh, daily active usage and getting people to come back to my um, app and platform multiple times a day, is why we have that content component, you know, so that people can come back uh, to check out the content that all these different managers and pros on Wall Street are putting on Prometheus. Um, and, uh, and by building out that community, now we have an embedded community uh, where we could start to uh, cross sell different products. You know, if we notice that, hey, you're clicking on a lot of uh, posts and content on technology, uh, on hedge funds, well, here are three uh, hedge funds that focus on technology that you should potentially look at, you know, and so that it helps sense. us. Yeah. Uh, so, so yes, the, you know, the, I would say that the content and the, and the social community that we've built is equally as important as, uh, uh, as that marketplace. In addition to that, one other thing I want to say is, is that uh, most of these other platforms, you're forced to make an investment decision based on a presentation and uh, maybe an investor letter or tear sheet or something like that. That's not enough. If, if I invest in a fund, I'm really investing in the manager. And totally. I only invest personally in managers that I built trust in, you know, and how do you build trust? Well, you build trust through content, whether you're getting it through a one-on-one -on -one interview or you get it because you're following a manager on Prometheus and that person's posting on a daily basis, you know, his or her thoughts on the market his or our thoughts on a specific investment idea, you really get to understand um, and get to know and build trust and imagine through that content. And I think um, that's just that's just critical to allow any investor to make a, um, a, a logical investment decision, a rational investment decision is, is that you, you, you get to actually know who's running your money, you know, and none of these other platforms have that um, uh, aspect to it. It's really psychology, really, when you think about it. But it's so smart, Michael, because, again, there's other platforms out there. But to your point, you buy from the person. You trust the person. And this is like marketing 101. And I just – it when you when you and I randomly met at that cocktail hour a few yeah. months ago, it was like <laughs> we were meant to be, honestly, because – you understand at its most base level what marketing, the value of marketing content, FaceTime, video, all these pieces, social, all these pieces, how that plays into people's investment decisions and how they work with their money and how they trust people. Um, so I was like, oh my God, holy shit, this guy's on to something. I, I'm, I'm actually surprised you got all that, especially after me having done probably four <laughs> We had a couple. We had a couple. So. We had a couple. <laughs> But you still didn't answer my question. Was there like an aha moment where you're like, we're building a social network around alts or was it, did it just come naturally? I, I'm not, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm trying to think, was there like one specific moment? Um, I, I don't think it was just one specific moment. I, I think it was just, uh, you know, as we were building out um, the prototype for the marketplace, I thought 
these were the questions is, well, man, you know, people don't, again, people don't shop for these products on a daily basis. And I really want to build a community. And how do I build a community? Well, it's through content, you know? Yeah. And so, um, so I, I, I'm trying to think. It was just natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's a natural progression. Yeah. Not everyone has that Oprah aha moment, but it certainly is an, an aha concept for this industry. In my opinion, I think it's brilliant and I'm really, really lucky to be on the platform. So thank you for having me. (laughs) We're going to take another quick break. (laughs) We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's me again, Laurel Mintz, host of Elevate Your Brand podcast and the CEO of Elevate My Brand. In these wild times, social media is really having its moment. According to the Harris Poll, upwards of 51% of U.S. adults are using social media now more than ever. In other words, your brand better step up its social media game ASAP. Good thing we're pros at social media marketing here at EMB. If you're ready to elevate your brand, slide into our DMs or give us a call after this episode. All right, chatting with my friend Michael Wang, who's the CEO and founder of Prometheus. Um, so we've talked a little about supply and demand. We've talked about what alts are. We've talked about the platform. Ultimately, really what you're building is stickiness. And that is, again, that, that psychology-based marketing 101. Have you always had a a marketing kind of brain or was this kind of a new, this just kind of like came to you while you were building it? No, I, I think I took one marketing class when I was at NYU. I'm not sure how I did in that class. Uh, so uh, no, no marketing does not come easy, uh, to me. Um, but, uh, but I have, I have a lot of help from my team. So, uh, who, who are, you know, we, we have experts in this field. So yeah, your team's incredible. And as someone who is a marketing expert, I have to say it was the thing that turned me on the most about the platform. Obviously, you're a great leader and you have such an incredible history in this world. But when I started digging in and you were like, this is a video-based platform and a social-based platform and content, and I was like, what? Sounds like too good to be true. And then when I saw the platform, it is really that seamless. It is so easy and the connectivity points are there. I just think it's going to be huge. Thank you. No, really appreciate that. And you know, really, one of the things on, on the content side of things is, is that um, it, it is of my belief that every single company in the world needs to become a content company. That's really what's going to differentiate mm-hmm. you and, and your product is the content that you're putting out there. And it's actually specifically very, very um, relevant for the uh, alternatives industry. Now, here's the reality is, is that most hedge fund managers, private equity managers, venture managers, you know, they don't spend a lot of time on content. In fact, most fund managers- say they suck at marketing. <laughs> they, they suck at marketing, exactly. You know, they don't put enough effort into marketing. And um, and they're just, in, in general, like you said, they're they're not very good at it. But here's the reality, all right? The reality is this, is, is that, uh, and I'll give you a stat, is there's actually zero correlation between how well you perform as a manager and how much an asset you raise, i.e., if you um, have, if you're up 100% this year, doesn't mean, and you've outperformed every other manager in the world, doesn't mean you're going to raise a single dollar, you know? Totally. And, 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 and well, now there is a 100% correlation between negative performance and, and assets <laughs> under manager, i.e. if you fair. lose people money, nobody's going to give you money. Correct. But there is no correlation between positive performance and, wow. um, uh, and assets under manager, which means that the delta between those that are able to raise a lot of money and those that don't, it actually doesn't come down to performance. It actually comes down to marketing, you know, 
and and how and how you market yourself. In fact, the biggest funds in the world, they're actually not the best performing managers, you know. And um, uh, they just and market the shit out of themselves. They, they they market very well. They may have been really good performers, you know, back mm-hmm. twenty years, thirty years ago. And now um, they're preaching that message. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, so marketing, and, and if you think about content itself, I mean, content is also quite commoditized when you think about it in the entertainment space, right? We, we, have, we have more shows to watch on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon than ever before, and there ain't no way in hell that any of us in any given day can consume all that content. However, it's actually the opposite. So content is not commoditized in the business world, though, and it's because Business people, fund managers, they don't they don't spend time on content. In fact, if they do, it also sucks. It's boring, <laughs> you know. And yeah, it, yeah. So you could really, really set yourself apart in the business world if you're starting to put content out there that is interesting, um, potentially entertaining as well. You know, the, the magic of content is really a combination of education and entertainment. You know, right. edutainment. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. And and quite frankly, you don't have to look further than Kathy Wood. All right. Mm-hmm. Kathy Wood of ARK Investment, she figured this out a, a few years ago. She's like, hey, listen, none of my peers are putting out content. They're not transparent. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to take advantage of social media. I'm going to post every single day, multiple times a day. Right. And I'm going to be fully transparent. So all of my research is going to be available to, for everybody to read. And based on her putting out content and social media, she was able to raise literally $80 billion. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I think this bodes really well for me, Michael, because, you know, I come from the marketing world and I've always said, and this is what your point is truly, that that marketing well closes that gap time-wise from the first point of contact to close a business. And that works in any industry. Don't tell me otherwise. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what you're saying here. You're just like kind of reallocating the perspective of consumer marketing and content to an alternative investment platform. It's just, it's quite brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my, my head is really big now. So uh. <laughs> that's, that's my job here at Elevate. Um, in the last few minutes that we have left, I always like to shift the focus a little bit and humanize you since I think we see these big CEOs out there and we just want to make sure that we're a little bit relatable, right? So these are what we call our quick fires. This is whatever comes up top of mind. You ready? Oh, okay. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. Um, the first question is, what is the one thing you could not have lived without during the pandemic and you can't say your own platform? I would say uh, video games. Oh, I would never have guessed you were a gamer. That's an interesting one. Listen, uh, yeah, I like video games. <laughs> awesome. Um, cocktail or vice of choice uh, in the evening if you're having a rough day. Uh, certainly margaritas, spicy, skinny margarita with mezcal. Ooh, okay. If you could wave a magic wand and have anything happen for Prometheus, what would that look like? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I'd love to be a $100 billion company. There you go. He says jokingly, but, the, you know, this is, you have, to bre- you have to breathe it into the universe to make it energetically so, right? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. It's a stretch goal, but it, it's, it's, a uh, it's doable. There you go. I love it. Um, and the last question is, what is your favorite word and why? And this could be something that has had real meaning to you over time uh, or something that just pops into your head for this conversation. You know what? Uh, this is just random. I like the word flex. 
Ooh, okay. I actually just I just posted something on Prometheus like an hour ago using the word flex, um, and um, you know I just find it. Uh, I don't know. I, I I've seen it so used say, a couple times you can recently. Say it can be used positively or negatively, right? You'd be like weird weird flex, bro, or you could be like you know being flexible. Like there's a whole positive side of it too. That's it's so more of the former, yeah. Like weird flex, bro, like that. <laughs> Exactly. Hilarious. Oh, I forgot to ask you the question about the marketing and the brand name Prometheus. You've got to share that story before we let you wrap up. Sure, sure. Uh, so for those who don't follow Greek mythology, which is probably the vast majority of, of the listeners, uh, Prometheus was the god that took fire from the heavens and brought it down to humans. So the analogy is that we're taking something that was only in the purview of the biggest institutions and the richest people and trying to take it to uh, the, the, you know, the rest of the population. So that's the analogy that we're trying to use. It's so, it's so great. I actually did study uh, a little mythology. So when you came to me with this name and we started chatting about it, I was like, yes, this makes so much sense. I love it. It's ethereal, but it's also aspirational. Um, it's fantastic. And so are you, Michael. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Any final words of wisdom to wrap up the conversation, uh, either about joining Prometheus or about people interested in alts? Yeah, so Prometheus right now is an invite-only platform, but for your listeners, go to uh, the Apple App Store, download Prometheus Alts app, and you could use the code BIRD, B-I-R-D, to create a free account. Amazing. Well, Michael, I look forward to uh, big things from Prometheus very shortly. And thank you again for spending time with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone who tuned in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next.